Bonjour. Hello. Hello, Wonder listeners. On today's episode, we'll be discussing why not to be alarmed if you find one of the locals in bed with you. Yep, and we'll be talking all about Italian road rage. It's a thing, trust me. All of this plus much more on today's episode of The, the Wonderless Podcast. Podcast. You have reached your destination. Hello, Wonder listeners. Hello, everyone. I am so sorry that it's taken this long. It's been almost a month, Justine. It has indeed. We've been very, very busy. Well, you've been busy. <laughs> I've been very busy. I have been eating ice cream straight from the tub, yeah. which is probably why I've got a bit of a cold in March. <laughs> yep. I'm healthy. I'm a spring chicken, but I sound like I've got a cold as well because I always do. Hey, but we are back with episode eight. Episode 8, Jack, mm. of the Wonderlist podcast. Welcome back. And where are we going today? Italy. More specifically... Tuscany. That's right, listeners. We are going to be taking you all around the Tuscan region of Italy. You are in for a corker on this episode. So, as always, we're going to break the podcast down into four segments. The first one being travel, eat and sleep. Then we'll tell you our top five things to do. Then we're giving you our travel tips. And finally, we'll end with some phrases. Phrases indeedy. So you can speak some Italian, baby. So let us be the batteries to your Wonderlust remote with the Wonderlust podcast. No. Travel, eat and sleep, baby. Let's start with travel. How did we get there, Justine? We flew, Jack, yep. in an aeroplane. And who did we fly with? Well, spoiler alert, it wasn't Ryanair. It wasn't EasyJet. It was, ding, 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 BA. Now, listen, we're not sponsored by BA, but we'd like to be if you're listening, BA. <laughs> it's, it doesn't work the same, does it? It doesn't it, have the same flow. It's worth a try, though. Yeah. One of them, one, one day, one of them will pick this up and we will be sponsored. Yeah, they're going to be like... Oh, I wish that I'd gotten there before BA sponsored them. I mean, we would like BA because they are a bit fancier. And we were feeling a bit fancy pants, weren't we, Jack? So yeah. we flew with... Flew with? Flew with. <laughs> we flew with BA slash Whaling. I think they're the same branch. And we actually managed to do it on a budget because we cashed in our air miles. So we are Amex holders and we saved up our points. We traded them in for Avios and the flight should have been, I think, approximately £230 each. And we got them for a whopping £80. 80 quid. I mean, you can't even get to London and back for that, can you? You can't. So thrilled. And that was from either Heathrow or Gatwick. We flew from London. When you get to Tuscany, we would highly recommend hiring a car so that was the only additional travel expense we had on top it's totally worth it because tuscany is vast isn't it blooming expensive though justine Let, let's not like beat around the bush here hiring a car in italy is expensive but totally worth it yes about 80 to 100 euros per day and we had it for five days so it was a bit of a, an expensive add-on but worth it why jack because there's lots of places you need to see that aren't just in cities. Exactly. And it's beautiful. We'll tell you more about those shortly. Let's talk about eat, though. Oh, eat and drink. Let's not forget drinking this. Oh, yeah. And we did plenty of drinking. Pizza, pasta, red wine, gelato. We had it all, didn't we? Yeah, we didn't drink gelato. <laughs> it never got to that stage. What we did do, though, is drink lots of local Tuscan wine, and it was divine. Delicious. It was gorgeous. 
Um, so the local dish to Tuscany is something called ribolita. Sounds exotic, doesn't it? Ribolita, yeah. which literally translates to reboiled, and it's a non-waste dish of vegetable stew. We didn't try any of that though. What we did do was have a lot of cheese and wine, and we want to give an extra special shout out to Tuscan Taste. Yeah, it's a banging cheese and wine shop that's in Florence. Uh, it's right towards the old town, over the bridge towards the back of the town uh definitely worth going they're super friendly they've got like bottles of wine they can print your own labels so they you've got literally any have wine on tap wine on tap you get given a little card and then you choose what you want and you basically just like tap your card like a contactless tap Beep. wine then, please yeah you choose which one you want we tried lots of different wines lots of local wines lots of wines that we've never tried before and some craft beers there was one that was like iron brew <laughs> but it's wine very oh, good yeah it was orange wasn't it yeah. it was amazing make sure you go there and they also do cooking classes which is pretty cool so check out tuscan taste when you're over in florence sleep yeah we stayed in an airbnb justine we did we stayed in a lovely airbnb yeah it's called the ladybug's nest and it was in a wine vineyard a winery a winery <laughs> sure but it was it was set in inside um, a Tuscan vineyard inside the hills and overlooking all of the trees. It was absolutely beautiful. Highly recommend it. It was 52 euros a night. So for five nights, it was about 250 pounds. Um, totally worth every penny, completely secluded and absolutely gorgeous. So I'm going to be honest Airbnb. with you, Justine. I'm going to tell all the listeners, I walked around in my pants. He did. I did, because there was no neighbours. Didn't was, matter. No, we would walked around in our pants, drank wine and had a lovely time overlooking the Tuscan vineyards. Yeah, pretty basic uh, Airbnb, but that's all you need. Trust me, when you go out there, get yourself a nice bottle of local wine, get in your pants and enjoy the views. And it was in a little place called Cavriglia, which is um, quite remote and beautiful. And also probably not how you pronounce it. No, <laughs> but we'll, uh, we'll come back to that later. So there you have it for... Travel, eat and sleep. Darling, I'm so bored. But this place is positively wondrous. This place has so much to do. So I will guide you. I will see you through. So many wonders I bet you never knew. These are our top five things to do. Top five, baby. It's not happening. Stop it. No one came back to you saying that it's the best jingle ever, which means it's not, which means this, what I've recorded and created with you is the best jingle ever so let it, it let it stay there justina and stop doing the whole top five da, 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 da. although i've got to say there you go you've just did it <laughs> i've got to say that whenever i think about the top five i do go top five <laughs> da, 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 da. i knew it it's working it's anyway should we crack on number one is florence the capital of the Tuscany region and absolutely stunning marvelous it's gorgeous in fact i'm going to name my next goldfish florence Okay. <laughs> yep. We loved it. It's got galleries and architecture, cafes. The piazza is full of statues, which are free to go and see. It's an absolute joy. There's um lots of places you can get coffee that's not too expensive. And um, I had my very first banana latte. Oh, you did. That was really tasty. Banana actually, latte. It? it was like almost like a milkshake, like a banana milkshake with coffee in it, which is basically like a Frappuccino, I guess, in Starbucks. Um, <laughs> but it was from Florence, so there. And yeah. uh, you've also got the Gates of Paradise, which are quite a famous thing you can take photos of. You've got all the beautiful cathedrals, the river. It's the most stunningly photographic place, and we highly recommend there as number one. You do have to get the train in, though, because it's a nightmare to drive around, isn't it? Yeah, well, yeah. 
we decided to get a train though because I wanted to have a drink. Oh, this is true as well. That was the second reason. So yeah. yeah. And we did find the amazing wine on tap. So number one, Florence. Number two. Have a picnic under the Leaning Tower of Pisa. And we're not kidding when we say this. It's literally like a stone throw away. There's like a beautiful little fountain where you can get like water. Um, we went and just, we, we decided to have a charcuterie, I Ooh. believe it's called in French. Um, <laughs> um, and we had lots of like baguette, baguettes, <laughs> bagels. Baguettes, is that how the Italians baguettes. say baguettes? <laughs> baguettes? We had lots of baguettes. <laughs> Um, so baguettes, hams, uh, meats, antipasties. We Water. literally raided little, and we went and had a picnic underneath Pisa. Um, be careful though, because there's lots of seagulls, isn't there, Justine? Oh my days! Don't talk to me about the seagulls. The the ballsy Italian seagulls swooped down and stole my baguette out of my hand. Listen, I'm a vegetarian now, and I don't condone. Is that the right word? Condone? Condone, yeah. Condone hitting animals. But I saw Justine punch a seagull in the face. And I... you know what? It deserved it. It tried to steal Justine's baguette and Justine hit it and it went, I'm still taking the baguette. And it, it flew away. the baguette. It That's what away. you get for messing with my food, though. Mad. Be warned. Don't take my baguette. Um, but to be fair, this seagull could have put up a fight itself. So, yeah, the uh, Leaning Tower of Pizza has a pizza of a heart. Oh, and it's also really funny to watch people try and get the typical pizza picture which jack nailed i did not yeah they put their hands out as if like they're holding it up and um i'm a little teapot yeah i've got a video somewhere <laughs> of me going i'm a little teapot videoing everyone as we you can see away. that on our insta page i'm sure we'll put that out there there's also a cute little market literally next to the yeah. entire pizza where we got like these little pinocchio um, marionette toys yeah gorgeous handmade gifts and yeah. again lots of cafes and wine bars and stuff so the whole area of pizza is stunning um so that's number two number three is a cycle around the walls of luca l-u-c-c-a now it's one of those things where you think i don't think that i should be cycling anywhere abroad but trust me it's super safe you get up there it's like um the castle uh what's it called the outside of the castle the walls the walls that's what they are <laughs> walls yeah uh, so you cycle around the walls of the uh city and it's beautiful there's great views and we did it very quickly actually 15 minutes it took uh which is we did it a couple of times i don't think yeah. we did all of it um but it's only four euros to hire the bikes for an hour so we hired them for a couple of hours and it didn't break the bank we got to it's very green with the park and the grass again there's lots of shops and cafes um, luca in itself is just a beautiful little place and not that well known or visited really so it was a nice little kind of off the off the grid place and lots of free parking as well which is good we didn't pay to park there so yeah <laughs> winner winner chicken dinner get as yourself I like to, to say. luca <laughs> Number four is a Tuscan wine tasting experience. If you go into Tuscany, chaps, you have to get yourself a wine tasting experience. We did ours through our Airbnb host because obviously we were staying in his winery. So he was like, come and taste the wines. So we booked through him. It was ever so cheap and such a really, it's a really personal experience, wasn't it? Yeah, it was really cool. And uh, he cracked out the vintage wines that he's had for years and his family's kept for years uh, it was delicious and in fact his uh, dad came out and yeah. this lovely old italian man just chatting to us oh it was gorgeous and we decided to take a few bottles home with us which was a One bit of a um a challenge because we only had one flight 
bag, didn't we? What they called? Cabin, not cabin bag. We had one checked bag, yeah. One checked bag. So it was a bit of a um, squeeze trying to fit a few bottles of wine in there and hoping they didn't break, but they didn't. So unfortunately, we had to drink one before we left. It wouldn't quite fit, would it? Oh dear. What <laughs> what a shame. And um, but they have olive oil that they make as well, and they pair it with foods and cheeses. Talk you through the history of the wines. You get to see the barrels. They take you down to the vineyard to see the growing of the grapes. Um. So yeah, absolutely booking. I think all of them are are equally fantastic but we highly recommend the Pogi Dal Chianti winery which is where we did ours you're so Italian thank you okay number five is San Miniato if you would like to see the best sunsets in all of Tuscany take yourself to San Miniato mm. we found that by accident didn't we we actually did and we that's why we've made it into our top five because sometimes these accidents are the best yeah we were driving and we were like we should watch the sunset so we saw a mountain and we headed towards it we drove up it and it is that yeah and it turns out it's actually a really popular place to go there are loads of restaurants up the mountain where you can basically have a sunset dinner however you do need to book because it is an absolute peak spot to go to watch the sunset so do get yourself booked in if you want to go there for food because it was very busy so instead what did we do we got pizza, a slice of pizza and a beer and we sat on some kind of like wall it was a bit of a cliff edge type thing, wasn't it? No, I believe it was a wall, Justine, <laughs> uh, because, you know, castles have those. Okay. It wasn't a castle, it was, was a mountain. no castle here, sure. yeah. Uh, a tip, if you are driving, though, there is loads and loads and loads of parking, but it's like right down at the bottom of the mountain, and then they have a lift to take you up to the top uh, where the whole little villagey restauranty bit is. So make sure you get yourself in that little car park at the bottom. It's really cheap. It's like a euro for like five or six hours, uh, and then the lift will take you up. We squeezed our car onto the mountain edge and hope for the best and just prayed and hoped that it stayed there it was there yeah. when we got back it, it was, was fine yeah we were fine and it was a gorgeous evening wasn't it watching the sunset so yeah highly recommend san miniato there you have it for our top five dun, 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 dun. no it's the wanderlist travel tips yeah. <laughs> travel tips so at the beginning, you heard me mention uh, not being alarmed if you come home to find one of the locals in bed with you. And do not fear, I'm not talking about some hairy Italian bloke named Lorenzo. Or lady. Or lady named... The Italian ladies are hairy too. Lorenzo. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am, in fact, on about the local scorpions. Now you're probably thinking, I wish Lorenzo was in my bed. But no, no, the scorpions are about the size of a five pence piece. Yeah, I mean, max 10p, they said. Yeah, they're really teeny tiny. They're not the big size scorpions you're imagining. And in essence, they are totally harmless. However, I wouldn't recommend going around and poking them, but they are everywhere in Tuscany. They are like the local little critter. You'll see lots of tiny little scorpions running around. There was a couple in our Airbnb and the host just came and swooped them all away. Yeah, I mean, they are more scared of you than you are of them trust me but I again know, i wouldn't go poking them. i know people say about spiders and like but it's basically they said like a bee sting um it's a bit sore but it won't hurt you at all so don't unless you're allergic then well. don't don't panic you'll be absolutely fine but they are teeny tiny and actually quite cute not as cute as lorenzo though <laughs> Okay, I mentioned about uh, Italian road rage, and it's a thing. Trust me, it's a real thing. If you're going to get yourself a car, which we would recommend, just 
put your big boy pants on or your big girl pants on and get in the car and just expect every Italian driver to absolutely hate you. It's not personal. They just want to get where they're going quick. I think it's all these shots of espresso they have. Yeah. It must be. They wake up, have nine shots of espresso and go, move, get no. out of the way. I also think they know you're a tourist because all the tourists drive this same hire car, yeah. which is available. Is it called a Panda or something like yeah, that? Yeah, something like that, Fiat Panda. Yeah, um, which is a really cute car. But I think they've obviously now known as the tourist car. So they're just automatically shout at you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and even though they're doing like the equivalent of 140 miles an hour on the motorway, just stick to the speed limit because there are cop cars everywhere. Yeah, and lots of cameras. So be yeah. safe on the roads. Um, the next travel tip is if you are doing driving, we avoided the toll bridges because we didn't know how much they were going to be. And it turns out they're only about three euros and they save you a lot of time. So on your travels, definitely get yourself on those toll bridges and it makes your journey much smoother. So travel tip number four is do not bring a bag with you to Pisa. Uh, and that sounds a little bit peculiar. But basically, if you want to go up the Tower of Pisa, the Leaning Tower of Pisa, uh, then you, they're going to ask you to move your bag into a locker um, and you have to pay for those lockers and it's expensive. Um, yeah. So if you can pop your stuff in your car or just leave it at home, just make sure you don't have a bag with you. And our final travel tip are when in Florence, Go and find yourself a wine window. A wine window. They are so much fun. We're going to post all about this on our social medias. And you can find our social medias on... Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. I forgot then <laughs> what the social... The yeah. social oh, sorry. Our tag is at the Wanderlist Podcast. That's at the Wanderlist Podcast. Head on over and you can watch a video all about the wine windows of Florence. You literally ring a bell. The door opens and you get a little glass of wine through the door. And it was something dating back to when the plague was around. People still wanted their booze. Don't blame them. So, so they set up these wine windows and it's sort of like a modern day COVID barrier. It was to protect them, keep the germs out, keep the wine safe. I've heard a different theory. It's Ooh. to do with taxes, uh, something to do with Romans. Oh, that's far more boring. Yeah, I, I heard it's something <laughs> to do with they had to pay for taxes for a shop. So they started opening these wine windows and oh. they didn't have to pay for taxes then. Either way, find yourself a wine window because they're super cool. And they're also cheaper than going to an actual shop like or, or restaurant. So find a wine window because it's cheaper and delicious. It is indeed. And there you have it for our travel tips. Oh, I didn't know you were fluent phrases that's right as always we give you some local lingo to help you on your travels now last time we did italy when we went to venice episode three or four if you want to give it a listen we didn't know anyone that spoke italian or we weren't aware of people that spoke italian so we just went to a restaurant and grabbed a random italian bloke and got mm -hmm. him to do some phrases mm -hmm. thank you very much to you however our lovely friend grace who features in episode four when we go to paris um Turns out she's also fluent in Italian as well as French. So let's give a look for Grace, everyone, our travel linguist. So let's start with hello. Buongiorno. One more time. Buongiorno. And goodbye. Arrivederci. One more time, a little slower, please. Arrivederci. Yes. Si. And again. Si. No. No. Okay, Grace, how do you say please? Per favore. Let's hear that one more time. Per favore. Thank you. Grazie. And again. 
Grazie. Okay, let's set the scene, shall we, Justine? So you're in an Italian wine cheese tasting place that we've recommended. Called Tuscan Taste in Florence. <laughs> and you want to get yourself a beer. How do you say one beer, please? Una birra, per favore. Oh, lovely. Let's hear that again. Una birra, per favore. And what about a glass of wine, please? Un bicchiere di vino, per favore. And one more time. Un bicchiere di vino, per favore. So we've got our drinks and we've got our beers and our cheeses and we want to say cheers. How do we say cheers? Salute. One more time. Salute. How exciting. Then, as always, we like to have a little random phrase which might not make sense to us but makes sense to the locals or localers, as I always Localers. Localers. Uh, let's hear a local phrase, please, Grace. In bocca al lupo. In bocca al lupo. But what does this mean, Grace? So the last expression means good luck, but it literally means in the mouth of the wolf. So they thought that if they wished good luck, that it would actually bring bad luck. So they said this expression instead. That is awesome. I love that. Yeah, and I love wolves. Yeah, what a cool phrase. Thank you so much, Grace. You are literally becoming the podcast special uh, language pro. Let's give it up for Grace one more time. Grace, everyone. And that nicely rounds off the podcast for today. Now, last time we ended the podcast, we did like a total spends of the whole holiday and it went down really well. And people have asked us to do that more for the ongoing podcast episode. So we thought we'd do that today. So, Justine? Here you have our grand total. Two times flights at £80 each because we had Avios, 160 The Airbnb was approximately 250 for five nights. The car hire was approximately 500 for five days. Food expenses like bike hire, restaurants and experiences came to approximately £550, which means a grand total for this trip was nearing on £1,400, which I know what you're thinking, that's not budget. But for five days touring around Tuscany, we actually did quite well with that. And it was the height of summer holidays as well. So all in all, about 1400 for two people. You're going to get your money's worth, let yeah. me tell you. We did lots of adventuring and exploring. And trust me, when you think about how much we did for that much money, it is budget. True. You're going to have a lovely time. So... As always, if you've enjoyed the podcast, do drop us a little follow, like or subscribe. We're on all of the podcast platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, and we're on all of the social medias, your Instas, your TikToks, your Facebooks, at The Wonderlist Podcast. That's at The Wonderlist Podcast. Now do drop us an email thewonderlistpodcast at gmail.com with any of your travel hints or tips or, or any recommendations for places that you'd like us to start visiting for our future series of The Wonderlist Podcast. And as always, thank you so much for listening today. We really do appreciate it and we like helping others. We do indeed. We do. We're, we're so grateful to you all for taking the time to listen um, and letting us flood your ear holes with our travel goss that we love to share. Right. From us, it's a goodbye. Or as they say in Italy... Arrivederci. Arrivederci. What? I don't know. Ah, wonder listeners, thanks for listening today. If you've enjoyed it, give us a follow and a subscribe at The Wonderlist Podcast. See you again, baby. At The Wonderlist Podcast. Woo!